Singing the chorus. Monday, tune on in cause Jeff and Dave we've just began. Dishing stories, serving laughs. Don't panic, now just relax. American cheese is where it's at. Oh yeah, we've got your back. Oh, wow. What's up? What's up? American Cheese Podcast. Live from Lost Canyon. This is the American Cheese Podcast. In here we've got Ethan Wolf, Ella Wolf, Yo. Sadie, Hey. hey. Lincoln. <laughs> Gracie, Hello. Sienna, Hello. Jack, yeah. Noam, yeah. Seth, Howdy. Michael, Hello. Hayden was here, he disappeared, and Jeff. Hey, hey, oh, I got to get up to my microphone. Yeah, stop hey. to the microphone. Sorry, I was, I was relaxing, I was sitting back enjoying the scenery. I started coming up to this camp. When was the first time we came to this camp, Jeff? Um, you know, I was actually just reminded by like the oldest youth pastor in the world today. Yeah. I was in um, he, a guy by the name of Kevin Redding. And I can say that because he actually introduced himself as, as the, the oldest, oldest youth, youth, youth pastor. He took a pretty good fall last year during the basketball Did tournament. Did he really? And I was like, this is why I don't play, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I remember our very first camp up here, Jeff, in 2001. 2001. I was here, I'm sure, as a leader. Yeah, yeah no, I came it, as a leader for yeah. sure. And it was, uh, it was actually junior high because back then we used to do state youth convention for high school. Nice. I started hosting up here like six or seven years ago with Jace. And I remember at the time thinking... Because I almost slipped a couple times, and I'm like, I should get a pair of shoes that are non-slip sure, or some gloves. And, of course, I never got any of it. And then every year since then, I keep thinking, oh, hey, I'm going to get some non-slip shoes. But then I don't. Then I'm like, this might be only my last year anyway. <laughs> so I year. never do it. But so far, so good until this year. First night, I'm walking. It's like a 10-foot walk from where you park our van to get in our cabin. And I fell already. It's like the Green Mile. I already fell. And then uh, last night, so obviously, you know, adrenaline takes over. I get up real fast. I'm like, I'm fine. Don't worry about it. And then last night, I'm going to bed, and I'm like, why does my hip hurt? I'm like, oh, yeah, I fell. I fell on a block of ice. So oh, my gosh. Is there a bruise? I don't know. Here, I'm just kidding. There's no, children let's, here. Let's please not. Anybody fall this weekend? I know my boys fell last year. Both of you or just one of you? Lincoln fell. How hard did it hurt, Link? 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. <laughs> how sore was your tail? For how long was your tailbone sore? Still hurts. Still hurts. So apparently, we haven't gotten over it. Jack, we had a bloody circumstance last year, two years ago. Yeah, I got it all over my camp shirt. What I happened? You you fell and you just bled all over your camp shirt? I think I fell and I tried to catch myself and it like hurt my hand. And then I didn't realize it because I was holding my camp shirt with me. And, and I got to the cabin and I was like bleeding and it was all over my camp shirt. So. And then what did you do with that bloody shirt? 
think I put it back in my bag. Yeah, you oh, definitely just put it back in your bag with all the other clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Katie. She's going through it. Oh, that's hilarious. Okay, so I already fell. So we're going to start on a little bit of a somber note. Not somber, but we have good. We have a good story about hell. We call it hell camp. And this was how many years ago? Uh, you know, um, Julie Meyer was just telling me, I think it was 2016. Okay. So it's been a minute. So that was probably the year before I started coming here, maybe, or something. Because I know I wasn't here, but I've heard about it. Okay. Okay. So we're going to start with, it started with, we're not going to say all the details. Yeah. we're going to say some stories. Yeah, I got it. But there was some sort of like confession going on. A deep conversation started where it was intimate and all of a sudden you're like, all right, I have to sit here and listen to this person. Yeah, so I was actually, I mean, I was, I don't know, I wasn't the like youth pastor. Gus Rubio was a youth pastor at the time, and okay. I was just coming up to help him out. Like, right. you know, I, was his, I was his boss, I think it was his first time running the camp or okay. whatever. And so I was like helping out the college students who were like doing the work crew. Yeah. And uh, during that time, you know, one of the college students walked up, and she's just like, hey, I'm kind of going through a really hard time. And she kind of talking about what she was going through. I'm like, oh, we need to sit down and talk. And so we were talking um, over on the picnic tables outside the coffee shop, and in that moment, like after like 10 minutes of that, um, there's like all this commotion down by the lake. Okay. And there was like this, um, I don't know, he's, um, he's very Hayden-like. Uh, his name is Trey. Okay. So uh, Hayden is Dave's nephew, and, um, and there's a lot of volume that comes with Hayden. Um, very loud. Doesn't have an inside voice often. Yeah. I could say that about Hayden, yeah. Yeah, and so this kid, Trey, was kind of similar to Hayden, and he decided that he wanted to go like walk on the lake in his like icy. That's smart. Yeah, well, he's not yeah. real bright. And um, and so he fell through the ice. Just to be clear, that's like the first thing we tell everybody when we go over rules. Oh, don't don't yeah, don't, don't go in the lake. Don't walk on the ice. Stay away from the ice. Yeah, yeah. And so he he was attracted to the ice because we said don't go on the ice. <laughs> and so he, and he was a he was a thicker kid. And so it, it, it the ice. I, I can, there's no I can shot. feel it. Just no shot. I mean, there was no shot that it was ever going to hold him. And so he went in. He falls through the ice. He falls through the ice. They have to fish him out because he, he, he's like trying to climb back up out of the ice and it keeps and breaking. It just keeps breaking. Yeah. And so <laughs> like it's just. Nightmare. Yeah. And so it's it was not good. And, and we had to I, call help, right? Yeah. So they get him out. He's hypothermic. And so they call out of Williams. Paramedics or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it's like a okay. paramedic. So like, I don't know if like volunteer, but they have a little ambulance that they drive over. Yeah. EMTs or something. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. And so they, they come, you know, they come in and again, I've, I, you know, you know, dip away from this conversation with this college student, and I get Trey and the medic and everybody all situated. They're trying to, you know, get those vitals and figure it all out. And I'm like, all right, keep me posted. So I go back to this conversation, and then like, I don't know, within like two or three minutes, um, the, I get on the radio like two of our girls are lost in the woods. Gone, can't Just find them. Can't find them. They all went on a hike, and they're on the backside of the mountain over here, and they saw some train tracks. I'm like, hey, let's go walk to the train tracks. Like, let's just do like our own thing. <laughs> And it was daylight at this time. It was like four o'clock or so, and so as you guys can see right now, it's kind of you know sun's starting to set. Yeah, and it was gonna be dark here in like two hours. And it's cold. And it's cold. <laughs> and they start because like during the day you can wear like long sleeves and like a hoodie and be fine. Yeah. And so these girls, they were out there and they just had like tennis shoes on and like sweatpants and and a hoodie, and they got lost. And so they call over to the camp or to one of the youth workers like, hey, we're out in the woods somewhere. We're lost. We don't know where we're at. We and can't so, get back. They got we, turned around in the woods. We can't get and back. So they thought they were walking towards the camp, but they were actually walking and farther walking, away. Yeah, they're walking the opposite direction. And we're like, well, where's the sun? Like, walk <laughs> towards the sun because it's setting west. Because like, we knew that they were somewhere to the to the east. And um, Seth, don't kick the table. I'll end <laughs> your life. Um, and so um, and so then she's like, yeah, my phone battery's only got like two percent left. And so it's starting to set. So the camp director takes off. They get you a couple, couple of the youth quads, and they're out there quads. looking around. 
And after about 30 minutes, they're like, yeah, this isn't good. And so the Forest Service gets involved. Sheriff's Department gets involved. There's a helicopter in the air. Did they walk through the lake yet? No, oh, well, I don't know exactly when they okay. did that. But then they see his frozen pond. They're like, hey, we'll take a shortcut across the frozen pond. And they fall through the ice, kind of like Trey did. Yeah. And so they did the next best thing. They get out of the water, and they're cold. And so they just take off, like, their shoes and socks. And instead of staying put, they keep walking. <laughs> and so now they're without shoes and socks. They left them by the pond, and they keep walking, and they make one last phone call. They're like, hey, we got 1% left. We've called their parents, like, on their way. We still don't know where they're at. And then we have, like, a techie guy. This is before, like, Find My Friends. Yeah. And so Nate Tarbutton at the time, like, helped, like, put like a, a pin, like where they were at, but it was like a big blue circle. So we knew within like a half mile <laughs> okay. of where they were at. And so anyway, so they get everybody out there and I'm still on the patio and they finally, um, and then no. And so they're, so they're still lost. So they're looking for the girls and paramedics came for that too. Yeah. So, so that's twice in one well, day. In the, well, they're not back yet. Right. But they're out there, but they're out there. And then I get on my cell phone, uh, one of the youth workers who is a, um, Phoenix police department detective, Alan Heater, he calls me. He's like, hey, Jeff, there's something weird going on outside the chapel. This kid, like, all of a sudden starts, like, bleeding out of his face, like, out of his nose. Right. And not, like, a small amount of blood. And so it's like talking to a fireman, like a police officer. Like, they see bad stuff all the time. And so when they say a lot of blood, like, it's a lot of blood. Yeah, you can gauge. They see dead bodies and stuff. And yeah. for them to say something weird's going on and call you, it's pretty intense. And they're like, he's growling and... Um, like me, Devin Mackey, and somebody, I think it was Chris Angel, like, we can't hold him down. Okay. And I'm thinking he's having a medical event, and I'm like, yeah, get him over to the infirmary. Chris I'll, Angel could hold a lot of people down, so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, aggressive. He's, he's not he's not a weak guy. And so they, they get him, like, on this cart, and they finally get him over to the infirmary, and I get over to the infirmary, and I go in this room, and this kid um, is demon-possessed. And I'd never seen it before. Right. And there's, like, this growl coming out of this coming out of this young man. He's in the corner on a bed. And so if you imagine like a like a four um you know, four wall room, like a like a square where room. Where the corners meet. Yeah. Where the corners where the meet. He meet. puts his hands and his feet like up against the back of the wall and he starts like climbing the wall like a bat in the corner. And this isn't like a like a strong kid. Like he's just like a, a normal dude. Yeah. And and he's like yelling and growling. So like <laughs> out of fear <laughs> I shut the door and locked it. <laughs> it's, right. like, it's like Dave with a bug. Yeah. Well, it's yeah, like, absolutely. you know what? We gotta it's con- in there. I can't get out. We got to contain. Safe. We got to contain the Contain the problem first, <laughs> and, so, and then we'll address how to fix it. Yeah. And so the paramedics are still dealing with Trey. He's hypothermic. There's They're girls, looking for girls in the woods. There's girls lost in the woods. I got a demon-possessed kid. And so I get the camp speaker, and I'm like, you know, what do we do? And he's like, dude, I've never done this before. And so I call up um, a pastor friend of mine who did missionary work like in a third world country and he dealt with this stuff all the time and he's like all right jeff what you need to do is you need to go into a room with like the camp speaker and you guys need to like confess all your sin to each other because if you go in there and talk to this like demon possessed kid this demon's going to like just start shouting out like all the bad things you've ever done we you know so it's like me and this camp speaker like and i know him fairly well but not great yeah you know, brian holland and so we go in there and you know we spend time in prayer and then gather Jace and a bunch of other youth workers and, and youth pastors, and they go in a room and they pray, and then we go in there and just start talking to this to this demon through this kid. And I remember he's like, you can't go in there weak. Like, you got to go in there bold with authority and tell him to shut up. Like, <laughs> you're not allowed to talk. Like, in the name of Jesus, like, you can't talk. And so I do that. I'm like, I asked, I asked him his name. Like in the in the demon said his name, right? But everything else you can't hear. It's just like it's like a mumbling, like or a just monster a language. animal. Yeah, like a 
Yeah, like a combination. It's just, yeah, it's just unworldly. And then he starts to talk. I'm like, you know, shut up. In the name of Jesus, you're not allowed to talk. And after about 30 minutes of praying the name of Jesus over him and casting him out, you know, this kid like comes off the wall. So imagine like you're Velcroed to the wall. He just like falls off the wall, like on this bed. And he's just limp. He's just, because like every muscle in his body was like tense for 25, 30 minutes. Yeah. And so we're like, oh my gosh. So we end up, this is a kid. He was like out of a group home. He turned out he invited this demon in to his life in some dumb game with a bunch of his friends. Playing with a Ouija board with his friends with or something. Playing with a Ouija board yeah. with his friends. And so they dared him to do it, and he did it. And he did it. And so... Thinking it wasn't real. And then he comes up to camp, and the Holy Spirit's here. And so there's like this spiritual warfare that's taking place, and he's getting ready to go in the chapel, and like everything takes place. So it's like this, I don't know what it is, like a medical biochemical reaction. This blood comes out of his <sighs> his face, like out of his nose, because the demon doesn't want to go in the chapel. Yeah. And so you can just see the struggle... And I've never even heard of anything like this before. Right. I mean, I've only seen it in horror movies because oh. I watch terrible movies, but yeah. you know, you I mean, you believe it's real for sure. Yeah. And so, like, we get done and, like, we're just watching all this. And, and, and the kids' parents come up, they pick them up. After that, the girls get picked up by the quads and by the sheriff's department. So we find the girls. The girls get found. Yes. Okay. Good and they're news. hypothermic. And so here comes the um, medics again. So we get paramedics again. So this is our second time within, like, this two is, hours. This is third, I think. No, just second. Kid so, falls in lake first. Yeah. And I guess the paramedics oh, out yeah. in the woods looking for the girls. No, I or, take it back. Okay. So, the, so the paramedics come originally for Trey, and then they came again because this kid was bleeding out of his face. Okay, and we th- originally and thought the there was a head goes, injury. The paramedic goes into the, goes into the uh, infirmary. He's like, I'm not talking to that kid. Because, yeah. again, he's had the demon in him at the time. Okay. And so he, they leave. They're like, yeah, we're out of here. And then the girls are hypothermic. They come back. So they're back a third time, <laughs> right? And so they get them all warmed up and... Whatever, and so chapel gets over. We do the lip sync battle that night, okay. or whatever it is, and we're walking to the, um, we're walking back. So to now the, it's like midnight. And we're thinking it's finally bedtime. Hell day. We get to go to sleep. Yeah. So me and Court and uh, Gus and I think somebody else were walking back to the leader's cabin, and the radio goes off again. They're like, "Hey, is the is the camp nurse around? This kid was walking on this stone wall, slipped and fell, and hit his head. And there's this gash from like." His hairline to the back of his head, and there's just again just blood everywhere. So call so the, medic. the paramedics. <laughs> same crew comes fourth out, time fourth, in the same day, fourth time in like four to six hours, and there. And it was so bad this kid had to be he had to be ambulanced into to Flagstaff. into Flagstaff. So so yeah, so that's like the worst <clears throat> like craziest camp experience that we ever have. So every time I come to Lost Canyon. It's interesting because you walk around. It's a little PTSD. Yeah, you think about what happened for sure. Yeah. So, anybody ever been to a camp that bad? I have not. <laughs> These kids, they're all, they're all terrified <laughs> now. <laughs> I, I, want, I wanted to, because I've heard that story before, Yeah. and then you guys were talking about it today, and I'm like, we should tell this story. Like, this is fascinating. I, I kept looking over at Seth's face, and he's freaked out the whole this time. This is intense, because <laughs> it's real. I mean, you read about demon possession in the Bible sure. and stuff, but none of us, I don't think any of us have ever seen it like that, but it's... Well, even just like even how court cool is here, not the right word, but it is very interesting. Yeah, I mean, you can just see the power of it, right? And yeah. so even just have court here today, we're in the cabin talk because again, he saw it all. Like he was, and he, there. yeah, he was like same thing. He's like, it was the strangest thing he'd ever seen. It was terrifying. It was intense, and yeah, yeah, because court was there when like Chris and those guys were like trying to hold him down. Yeah. So yeah, like you said, I mean, Heater's a cop, and Angel's a big dude, and like to not be able to control this high school kid, like yeah, there was another power in there for sure. Yeah, he, again, like he wasn't, he was just an average size, like sophomore in high school type kid. All right, well, we're going we're gonna to switch gears because I want everybody to hear that. Now we're going to talk about best camp stories. Best camp stories. Best of your favorite stories. So I'm going to start. 
when I went to a high school camp, it wasn't Lost Canyon because it didn't exist. I don't even know where this place is, but you might know. They had like fiberglass slides, and you rode like a sled with like a brake. Yeah, it's probably like Big Bear or Big something. Big Bear or something. Yeah. And I remember it was terrible because you would fall all the time, and you'd get these like massive scabs on your legs and arms. So we would do it the first day, and then you'd be in pain the whole week. It's called the Alpine Slide, I think. I didn't like it. Maybe everybody didn't fall as much as me, but <laughs> still it was terrible. And so they had a... Uh, was that winter or summer? It was summer camp. Okay, yeah. And they had this guy who was like security, and he would walk around at night, and we called him Jupiter Bob because he was like out looking at stars with his telescope. But he was like to make sure none of us were outside of our room. Jupiter Bob, he yeah. sounds, he and it sounds was, like it he, was wears, like me. he wears a trench coat and drives a van with was, no windows. It was me, Jason Hatch, Ben McMahon, Donnie Sanders, and we're like, yeah, there's no way this guy's <laughs> catching us. And at the time, Nemo was our guy in our room. Sure. And we're like, can we walk around at night? And he's like, just don't get caught. Like, he yeah. he's like, just don't get caught. And if you get caught, just go to bed. That's all I'm saying. And so, of course, we never get caught. We, so we always joked about Jupiter Bob. But one thing this camp did, which I thought was dumb, um, is they would inspect your rooms when you left. And then they would have, like, a dirtiest cabin award or cleanest oh, yeah. cabin I, award that they would pass out that. at lunch. And so we didn't want to be the dirtiest. So we did, like, clean up our cabin. We put our clothes away, whatever. We thought sure. we cleaned it up. So then the first day they announced the dirtiest cabin and we got dirtiest cabin. And we're like, we even tried. <laughs> and so then the next day we went all in. We just had like underwear with skid marks on them hanging from the bedpost. <laughs> and we just left like dirty toilet paper everywhere we could. We're like, if we're going to be the dirtiest cabin, we're going to be the dirtiest we're cabin. Earn it. So I still think about that. That same camp, the food was awful. I remember one night, Nemo went into town and brought back just like 50 cheeseburgers. Oh, nice. And we just crushed it. It was so good. It was like the first meal we had had in two and a half days. You guys don't know how you good have it at Lost Canyon to have edible food here. Yeah. And sometimes it's even good. It's more like Lincoln went to Prescott Pine seventh grade year. Who else was on that trip? That Remember that food? Remember that piece of ham? Oh, Prescott Pines so tried bad. to have us eat. There was like a mystery sandwich. We still know what was in it. it yeah, was it was supposed to be like potato meat. salad or something, but it was just white. Cr- it was just bad. It was just it was like a bad. bunch of mayonnaise. It was. It was like mayonnaise between bread and oh then the gosh. slimy piece of ham they tried to serve us. Yeah, I didn't so even try to eat it. There I, was no shot. I'm a pretty fat guy, and I, didn't, I can eat almost anything, and I didn't even touch the ham. Man, it's weird that Prescott Pines went out of business. I know. It's <laughs> like, shocking. And they charged us to rent these yurts, which was basically just like a cot in the middle of the woods. <laughs> with a, with like a screen door? Yeah, with a, not even a screen door that would shut. Like if anything wanted to get in, it could get in. <laughs> a large grasshopper is breaking in that screen. Um, let's go around the room here. Best camp story, what do you got? Ethan, I'm gonna, who has one? Just tell me who has one. Me. Jack, give me your best camp story. Oh, I'm going to spin the mic. Or come over and talk to him. Mike. Yeah, there you go. I got one right here. Mine was probably my sophomore year in high school. Um, came here with my group of friends and we all brought, brought like, you know, our jerseys and all our stuff. We're like, we're going to wear this for this tournament. We're going to play in like this NBA tournament. jerseys. Yeah. Not like, yeah, yeah. I remember NBA. Jer- no, they're um, cool. They're not lame. Like yeah. our high school jerseys. They're cool jerseys. Yeah. Which we thought at the time. So but. I can attest to this real quick. Cause Jack was wearing a Larry bird Jersey. And so the first night we were here, they were just playing pickup basketball and it's Jack, Seth, and I think Trevor. Uh, yeah, I think so. And they were just playing like, pick up games to five, ten, whatever it was. And if you won, you stayed on. If you lost, you got off. And for two hours, Jack, Seth, and Trevor just beat everybody nonstop. So much that the next day when people were signing up for tournaments, one kid named his team Larry Bird Sucks because he was so mad at Jack. That was awesome. <laughs> That's part of it. Um, also, yeah, we played a couple of tournaments. We won a couple of things. We won our – I think we did really good at our lip sync. And then when we got, like, called up at the end – People gave us like overrated chants. Like the, cramp was ch- <laughs> the crowd was chanting like overrated. And then they started booing. And then they started booing. It was just the best feeling of my life. And then I'll quote you right here. 
you said they hate us because they ain't us. <laughs> they don't boo nobodies. It was awesome. Yeah, they didn't. Nobody ever really knows cool. I'm your dad, so I could secretly stick up for you up here. But exactly, they were definitely just jealous that you guys were winning everything. So Jack has won two out of three basketball tournaments, lost in the championship once. This is your last year. Are we gonna win the last year? Okay, Lincoln said for sure. Don't even worry about it. It's a done deal. Any other good camp stories? Funny camp stories. Terrible camp stories. Ever. Anywhere. Tell me your best camp story, Sadie. Get on the mic. Oh, I hope she doesn't listen. Well, this to is this. um, this is Ella's Who's she? Only, this is Ella's only friend, Sadie. Yeah. We mentioned Sadie last week. This is Ella's friend. Um, Ella's friend. She happens to be Jack's girlfriend, also. Yeah. Um, I think we. My brother had a really crazy ex-girlfriend. Gage. Yeah, my brother Gage, <laughs> and um, she. We went to Six Flags in California because it was like at this camp and she kept pretending she would pass out <laughs> on the roller coaster and everyone would come around her and like freak out but then after a while we all noticed it was like crazy so then on the last one she just slammed her head like on purpose we came back and she told us i shouldn't be laughing because <laughs> she's obviously disturbed but i can see someone like hitting their well, head on purpose for attention it's cracking me up well she told us she had a concussion and so our youth leader, she was fine, and then our youth leader came up, and they're like, well, like, are you okay? And she goes, I don't know who I am. <laughs> and we're like, what's your birthday? And she's like, I don't know. I barely remember my name. But then, like, I don't know. The whole thing was weird. Everyone knew she was faking. She was dating her brother at this time. Oh, she, she was crazy. But then <laughs> later that day, everyone just started kind of ignoring her at night. So she made this giant scene and slipped on the grass and, like, like fell gracefully and hit her head and she's just screaming and she's like i have another concussion so that might she's have been sad. she needs attention poor lady but well, that is a weird interesting story i love it, it isn't that a good opportunity for your brother to break up and like we, we, we were never dating we, <laughs> i have no idea who you <laughs> who's, are who's your boyfriend was, i don't know okay good it's not <laughs> me i think you're dating that guy over there <laughs> his girlfriend now actually was trying to get them to break up the whole time it was really it was really funny i so was she was too. probably in her ear hey you should too. you should we really go home. hit your head for attention <laughs> 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 guys like this <laughs> guys like yeah. this so i know the, uh, it's always funny camp when there's a uh, bro time and guy bonding so last night, what did what did we do in the uh, okay. guy's cabin, Ethan? Well, that you could tell us. Okay. <laughs> what did we do in the guy's it, cabin that you could share? About the eyebrows. Most of it was pretty fun. Tell me about the eyebrows. Eyebrows. So everybody except I think me and one other kid. How come you didn't do it, Ethan? Because he's lame. Be- well, <laughs> I, I have I have a reputation I need to keep. There's you know? still a chance, but Ethan. What's the reputation? I don't know. I just didn't want to get an eyebrow slit. <laughs> you got a girlfriend at home telling you yeah. you can't slit your eyebrows? I, I can't get one. I can't get a girlfriend if I slit my eyebrows. Okay. Yeah. All right. Ethan was more willing to <laughs> shave his whole head than get an eyebrow slit. That's yeah. interesting. You were really not Hayden level, but I've had a buzz cut before. Yeah. yeah. They were gonna pay me. Deal. So I shaved cut. my head all we're the time in so high school. I'm down any, with it. Anyways, everybody pretty much got an eyebrow slit, which if you don't know what that is, you get like. I don't know. We just took a razor and just like made a little bit of a line in everybody's eyebrow. It doesn't look, look that bad. Cool. I look, Ethan. I you look so cool. Yeah. You could be like me almost. But <laughs> I, I did sure. them all, and I'm very proud of it. We look good. I love it. I love it. One time, so Jeff's been running this camp, camps in general, for a long time. And one time, we had a speaker come up here who thought he was a celebrity, basically, <laughs> and he came up here with an entourage. Of oh my gosh! How many people? At least five. At least five. Five people. And these speakers, I mean, they get paid. They don't get paid, like, enough to yeah, bring vol- five guys yeah. up with you. Oh, absolutely. They're not volunteering, but they're not rich. Yeah. And so then all of a sudden, we, it's time for our first session. And uh, what happens, Jeff? We can't find him. We can't find him anywhere. Okay. And so I'm like, I go back. I mean, we know he's at the camp. We know he's he already at the showed camp. up at the I camp, and he's got him, his own room and stuff like that. Him, and I go back up to, like, his room, 
And I'm like, hey man, um, chapel's getting ready to start. Like they're getting ready to do worship. Like, are you ready to go? He's like, yeah, I'm not. I'm not speaking tonight. And I'm like, <laughs> what do you mean you're not speaking tonight? And he's like, yeah, there's just a lot of spiritual warfare going on in my heart, and so I just don't feel like, you know, I, I'm not feeling it tonight. Like maybe, <laughs> maybe tomorrow morning I'll do tomorrow morning's chapel. I'm like, no, that's not going to work that way. <laughs> and he was like, just totally taken back. Yeah. And I mean, he got to the point again. I was a lot younger. A little more hot-headed than I am now, <laughs> which is hard to believe. A little more willing to throw blows, yeah, and that's <laughs> if exa- need be. And that's exactly what happened. Like, here's the deal. Like, I'm willing to fight you if you don't get out of this bed. And you're not going to get paid. And you're not going to get paid. Like, you, I don't care what's going on. Like, you do what you got to do, but you're going to be in that. You're going to be in that chapel in the next 30 minutes. And he was. He was. And he showed up and he spoke and it was fine. So yeah. every, everybody won. Um, I was up here two, three years ago. I think Tyler Williams was kind of running the camp. Yeah. And uh, I was here with Parker and Will. This is funny. Someone, whoever was making the video that year, I don't know who, but it was his first time making the video. So the guy who makes the video, videos, you know, all weekend. And then Sunday night, because he has the video through lip sync, so he stays up almost all night Sunday night editing the video because we got to show it in Monday. It might have been Logan Young. It might have been Logan. I think it was Logan. We got to show it in Monday morning chapel. And so Logan's on the computer (laughs) editing. It's like 1230. Everybody's in bed. Parker and Will are about to go to bed, and they go up to him, and they're like, hey, Tyler needs to okay the video before you turn it in for chapel. And he's like, okay, he can look at it in the morning. They're like, no, he said, as soon as you're done, go wake him up because he wants to watch the video. And Logan's like, are you sure? And Parker's like, yeah, 100%. <laughs> he told me, and Will's you know, probably facing the wall because oh, he can't yeah. do anything without laughing. Without giggling. And so Logan's like, okay. So then they all go to bed. Logan finishes at like 3 a.m., Goes into Tyler's room, you know, just walks in all quietly and wakes him up. And Tyler's like, what's going on? <laughs> and Logan's like, well, I finished the video. And Tyler's like, get so? Out, get out and of he's here. like, well, I was told you need to watch it before we turn it in. He's like, I don't care about your video. Get out of here. <laughs> and so it was a pretty good prank. Which is pretty good because Tyler's like notorious for going to bed at like 8 o'clock at night. He like, likes to go to bed at a decent hour. He likes to go to bed early. So I love that story. And then just speaking of like youth group in general, you guys, a lot of you guys have been on SMI already, right? Yeah. So I was on SMI as a helper. This is, <laughs> I don't know how long ago. This is. In I the can 2000s. tell you, this would have been 2002, like 2002. No, no, no. This would have been like. Yeah, Jack had already been born because like I remember 2008, 2009. You needed a driver. Yeah. And Jack was having his first birthday, so I think it was actually probably 2006, because okay. you're like, I'll stay back for the birthday and I'll pay for you to fly out. I need someone to drive a van when we get there, and I remember that. And so, because uh, I don't think I went on any more SMIs. I only went on one as a leader. Okay. And so anyway, there's this kid, Austin Davis. Shout out Austin Davis if you oh, hear this. Austin. I love you. We had always had a good relationship. He was a freshman, and there was a, he had an older sister who was a senior, and there was a youth worker who kind of flirted with her. He kind of liked her. It wasn't inappropriate. She was 18. He was like 19, just removed, whatever. Yeah, they're only like a year or two apart like, yeah. age-wise. And so he kind of liked her, but she wasn't interested in him at all. And so him being the little brother knew that and just like wanted to tease him or make fun of him all the time. And so... uh this kid is like, well, I'm going to do a prank on Austin. So we started the whole week by saying no pranks because they right. just get out of hand. They always go bad. And partially because I knew the kind of groups, the group, the kids that we had. Like yeah. if we allowed it to happen, like it was going to go south <laughs> really fast. And so like my rule is kind of like Anthony's. Like, you know, you guys kind of do what you want within reason. Just don't get caught. If you get caught, like then I'm going to pre- pretend like I don't down. even know you. Yeah. And uh, and so the consequences are all yours. But on this one, I got to the very first day. I'm like, hey, guys, here's the deal. Like, no. And I actually had Austin in my mind, like, don't get this kid started, because <laughs> if you light that fuse, there's no putting it out. And then, then when he said, I want to do a prank on this kid, I said, don't do it. He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, you're going to lose. 
you have consequences if you do terrible things. He doesn't, and he has no line. He'll cross every line. Oh, yeah. Just don't do it. Take the L and move on. The guy's like, what are you talking about? I'm a grown-up. I can win this prank war. I'm like, you can't win you it. Can't Just win. don't do it. And so what is this genius prank he comes and up so, with? And so <laughs> I'm going to say his name. I can't help it. His name's Tim. And so, <laughs> I'm just trying to protect you, Tim. <laughs> sorry, Tim, if you're listening, but you did it to yourself. Um, so Tim, he gets a bunch of pine cones and puts them in Austin's sleeping bag the first ooh. night. And so Austin gets back. He goes, ooh, you put a pine cone <laughs> in my sleeping bag. Ooh. And so the next day, Tim comes back from VBS. And keep in mind, it's like super remote. Like you're 30, 40 minutes to any store. To anything. Yeah. To anything. And, um, and so I, I, you know, Tim gets back and he's carrying a bag. He's got like a Kmart bag and, um, and he goes like to his room, puts some few things away. And I see him right before dinner. I go, Hey, uh, Tim, just so you know, Austin took all your boxer shorts and cut them in the thongs. <laughs> he goes, yeah, I heard about that. So on my way back, I stopped at Kmart and bought some more boxer shorts. I go, yeah, he got those too. <laughs> and he's like, what? I go, yeah, like I told you, like. <laughs> Leave this kid alone. Mess with the bull, you get, get the, the horns. horns. <laughs> and it gets better. <laughs> so then, then, so then Tim's like, I got to do something. I'm like, dude, let it go. Your only chance right now is to just stop. And so. I can't believe I'm going to share this story. You are, because it's great. So he, I think he even did let it go, but Austin wasn't done. Oh. So then the next day, they're in the bathroom. I can tell it if you want me to. No, I'll tell okay. it. I was there. They're in the bathroom. This is the best part. Oh. So Tim did something else stupid. I forgot what it was. Like, put flour in his... Um, Maybe. Like, in his uh, pillowcase. Dumped water on his pillow yeah, or something. I don't know. I don't something, know. something dumb. <laughs> and so the next morning, and, and Austin's comedic timing is the best. Now, keep in mind, this kid's 13 years old. He's a freshman in high school. Yeah, however you are, yeah. 13, 14, you know, he's he's young. Yeah. And, you know, he's going up against like this 19, you know, 20-year-old <laughs> kid or 20-year-old guy. <laughs> and so he just waits. And so he's going in, combing his hair, and um, and he's in, he's in the bathroom, and Tim's in there, and he's getting ready as well, and he's brushing his teeth, and, um, and he's spitting in the sink, and, you know, keeps brushing. And Austin um, comes out of the stall. Comes out of the stall. And bends over and spreads his backside and asked spreads Tim, his cheeks for him and asked Tim if he looked clean enough. And Tim goes, uh, "Yeah, why?" He goes, "Because I used your toothbrush to clean that <laughs> yesterday." <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> so he'd been brushing his teeth with his butthole toothbrush all weekend. <laughs> he's holding the toothbrush, and and um and and Tim comes out to me. And he's like, he's crying. Like he's he's got tears in his eyes, and not because he's laughing. Yeah. He's, he's just sad. He, he's, <laughs> he broke him. He's like, I need you to make it stop. <laughs> and so I pull Austin aside. I go, dude, you, you you won. You won. You won. Let it go. Yeah, like we're, we're you're done. not in trouble, but no more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so. and so then there's another good Austin story. We're at a camp. It might be this camp. It was this camp. He's in he's in the bunk bed. Uh, on top of you, and you're below him, yeah, and, so he won't, he, and he won't shut up. He won't shut up. So, yeah, he's up. Uh, he, again, now he's, uh, again, he's... Sophomore or junior. No, no, no. He was a... He still was, freshman. He was a seventh grader. <laughs> okay, this is junior high camp. Yeah, this is junior high Even camp. better. <laughs> so think about this. Like, it's... I mean, how old are you in seventh grade? Twelve. I think you're twelve. Eleven yeah, or twelve. Eleven or twelve. Yeah. And so, you know, just, you know, junior high boys are, like, weird about, like, nudity. So, yeah. like, they come up to camp and they, they never take showers or whatever. And they, like... Does that stop in junior they, high? They, well, yeah. But they, like, you know, even, like, where they go change, they don't even, like, get in their underwear in front of anybody. Like, they're, like, right. really weird about it, right? Yeah. Or super sensitive. I don't know if it's weird. It's probably normal because they're junior hires. But but Austin just won't shut up. He, and I'm just like, Austin, here's the deal. And it's, like, 1 in the morning. I'm like, if you don't shut up, I'm going to climb up in that bed and I'm going to sleep with you. <laughs> and I sleep naked. And usually, like, for a junior high boy, like, that Scare him a little him or something, yeah. He flips open his sleeping bag, and he goes, come on up here, big boy. 
And then for the next 30 minutes, him and John Mark began to do like jumping <laughs> naked somersaults between the bunk beds, like landing on other junior high boys' beds. And then when you woke up, Austin and Marcel were in the same like sleeping they bag. Were the, they <laughs> were in the same sleeping bag. And I'm glad you brought up John Mark oh, because one of my favorite John Mark story is I have one and then it sets you up for a good one. I know you have. We were playing this game. I don't even know what it was called. It wasn't shuffle your buns. It was everybody sits in the floor in a circle. And basically there's like four people that were in the middle. And if you walked up to someone to stick your hand out to pull them up, they had to get up. And then if the music yeah, yeah, turned yeah. off when you were in the middle, you were out. And so people, you know, would go grab their friends and pull them up. Then they'd sit down. Then they'd grab someone else. Whenever John Mark was in the middle, he would just go grab like a pretty girl and pull her up. And then on the way up, he would hug her. Then he'd sit <laughs> down. And so there, was a, there were twins in the group that were pretty. And we pulled John Mark aside and we're like, John, you got to stop pulling up girls only. Like you got to pull up guys too. And he goes, even the twins? I was like, yes, John. You can only pull up guys for the rest of the game. He's like, okay. Uh, and so then I think there was an impact trip with John Mark. No, it was actually summer camp. We were okay. coming back from we were coming back from California. We were in the infamous church bus. And um, it was probably early high school, freshman, sophomore year for them. And Chad Steak Miller had a Camelback. You know, when Camelbacks okay. are cool now, it's like Stanleys and Hydros or whatever. But Camelbacks were cool back are then. Are Stanleys cool? Uh, yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> Females think they're cool. <laughs> and so, um, and so <laughs> they're and, all pointing. And they're all pointing at Ethan. <laughs> all the girls in the room have a Stanley and Ethan. Ethan's like, I got my Stanley. It's in. I it's love my Stanley. But okay, okay. Apparently, it's weird. <laughs> So these guys, so Chad's got his camel back, and John Mark thinks it'd be funny to like go in the back of the bus because there's a little bathroom and like pee in Chad's camel back. <laughs> and so, and they, these guys are buddies, like they're they're friends. They're they, friends. Yeah, they're he's al- not doing it to be mean. And they're they're just... always just pranking each other. Again, they're obviously they're very immature. And so, and so again, I don't know about this at the time. And so, you know, he, Chad goes to drink out of it. And he's like, gross, my water tastes like pee. And John Mark's, yeah, because I peed in it. <laughs> and, uh, and then John Mark's like, he goes, you know how hard it is to pee in a countback? I got, I got my pee all over me. And <laughs> this is my favorite line in youth ministry ever. And Chad goes, I got your pee in me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's so funny. That's so funny. Um, back to Lost Canyon. One more thing. I remember last year, I think it was last year, we had a girl's cabin. So there's like vents in the floor that okay. you know, what, heat comes through or something, but sure. it's connected to the sewage I don't somehow. Know. I, that sounds problematic if that's true. Somehow, some way, <coughs> something happened. Were you in that room, Sadie? I think it was our room. Somehow, some way, poop started coming through the vent oh. into, the, into the room. And so that people saw it two years ago, maybe. Basically, poop started coming up through the floor, and someone saw it, and it made them throw up. And then someone, I, th- I heard someone threw up, and then other people threw up because they saw it. I just love the idea of poop oozing up through <laughs> a vent into the floor, <sighs> into the girls' cabin. Like if this happened in our cabin with Austin and John Mark, it would have been we like we would have expected. Yeah, it would turn into a snowball we, fight. We should have. <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> seen that coming. It should have been <laughs> awesome. Um, so we got lip sync coming up soon. So I have a question for you, Jeff, because you used to be on staff at Palmcroft. Yeah. This is either, based on my lip sync, I'm going to do a lip sync tomorrow. Okay. So based on my lip sync, this is either my last time hosting winter camp ever. <laughs> I'm, lo- I'm loving where it's going. Or it's going to go great. Oh, so boy. then I wonder, because at the end of the day, I don't work here, so I can't get fired. No. Right? Could I, Could my wife get fired? 
by no. Celine. Okay, good. So I have no, no worries. No. So I'm not worried at all anymore. Yeah, just embarrassment for Katie. Okay, that's nah, all, she's that, not here. That's all you have. She works in children's ministry, not high school. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> nobody, <laughs> nobody has smartphones. It's gonna be fine. So I was host. I've been hosting this camp for a while, and I was hosting a lip sync once. This was before we did rehearsals. Now we do rehearsals on Sundays, and we say you have to come and show us what you're gonna do. That's so we, smart. So we know what's gonna happen. Is that just because no. the talent was poor or because people did things inappropriate? Some, some of it's because talent's poor, and this is a good story, because um, I try to help kids. I won't say names. <laughs> Jack's telling me don't say names. Try to protect people's <laughs> feelings. Um, I try to help people because I know what works, what don't works. And a lot of times people think it's funny just to be up there lip syncing. Yeah. And I'm like, it's not funny. It's not entertaining. Like, let's keep it short. Let's make sure you know the words. Let's make sure you have some choreography, whatever, stuff like that. And so... Uh, there's a group up here a couple years ago, and they're doing a skit, and the one person knows the words. The rest of people don't know the words. They keep laughing. And so we get to the end, and I'm like, all right, nothing was inappropriate. You guys can do that if you want, but I'm just going to tell you, like, none of you knew the words, so it was pretty lame. There was no dancing. Like, you're just standing up there, and you have three hours until lip sync. I would suggest working on a little more if oh. you want oh my. <laughs> for your own good. Oh, my. And of uh, the and. Result of that is this person goes up to Jack and is like, "Your dad's a jerk." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "I'm just trying to help." So anyway, the start of the rehearsal, one of the first times I'm here with Jace, we've got a group. Jace is up in the booth, and I'm okay. on stage hosting. And it's always like, if something goes bad, Jace is going to give me a signal, and they'll turn the song off, and I'll cut the group off, right? Sure. And so a guy gets up there, and the first thing he starts doing is a. Uh, Un, un, unzipping his pants. Oh my word! And so he had shorts on underneath. His plan was to take his pants off into his shorts, but we have no idea what's going on. So Jason immediately gives me the throat slash. I shut him off. I'm like, "All right, you guys are done." And they're like, "No, what are you talking about?" I'm like, "You can't come up here and take your clothes <laughs> off." The lipstick. I mean, it's candy. pretty obvious to everybody in the room what's I'm, going I'm on. I'm like, "You guys are done." And then they're like, "We're seniors. This is our last chance." And I remember being like, "Well, then you should have made better life choices because you don't get to do it again." <laughs> and then I started getting booed, and I was like, "Yeah, bring it." <laughs> it was awesome. That fuels me. Um, that was a good one. One. This happened with Jackson Schlesinger. Okay. Because they came oh. to rehearsal. The girls did like a dance. It was her, I think it was Abby and her friends. And they did a dance, but Jackson wasn't there at rehearsal. Okay. And neither was the guy, I don't think it was Jace that year, but neither was whoever was running winter camp. Actually, I think it was AJ. And so he didn't know Jackson or Abby, that he could trust them really. Sure. And so then they start their lip sync, and they pull Jackson on stage and sit him in a chair, and then they're like kind of dancing around him. And all AJ sees is like some guy in a chair and these girls dancing around him. So he turns the music off right away and kicks him off the stage oh, no. too. It was really funny. But then it became like the more of all the story. You have to come to rehearsal and you have to do what you're going to do because it's going to ruin it if we see new stuff. So that's what we're lip syncs coming up tomorrow. Who's doing lip sync besides me? I think everybody in this everyone room. Everyone in is, this room, yeah. yeah. Everybody in this room is getting down on lip sync. No, I'm, no, Michael, no lip sync. Thinking about it still? You should. I'm doing one. It's going to be fun. Um, I Are you able to tell us right now what you're going to do? Is it a surprise? Um, some of these people have kind of said, we're basically we're going to do some dancing. We're going to do like a boy band montage. <laughs> Who, who's we? Uh, me and Jack and Lincoln. Just nice. the Hubbard boys. Nice. So me and Lincoln already did kind of a version of this at Jack's Sweet 16 party. Okay. But, you know, most of these people weren't there, and we added some new stuff. And so. Is there going to be tearaway pants? No, tearaway okay. pants, because we were not allowed to remove clothing That's true. while we're on the stage. We've I've learned, learned that. Since the incident. <laughs> Since the incident. Since the incident of 2018. <laughs> so we're going to do a thing. I have a funny Batman story. You want to make fun of me for being stupid? 
Always. That's a that's a favorite thing of mine. Okay, so you know your phone spies on you, listens to you? I believe that that's true. It does. It absolutely does. Because okay. you hear stuff or people will talk about something and, and then you'll see it, it on your phone. It shows up on my feed, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I think people around me were talking about The Batman, the movie The Batman. Okay. The most recent one that came out with Edward from Twilight. Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson. Okay. And they're telling me it's good. They liked it. And I like movies. So I'm like, all right, I'll watch it someday. But I hadn't watched it yet. And then... Elle was telling us that it's 10 minutes till dinner time. Oh, court, court's going to start dinner for us. Yeah, we're, we're good. We're and fine. we're almost done. I'm almost done with my list. Okay. And so then I'm scrolling through TikToks one day, and I see this awesome like Batman scene. And it's like Batman, and he's like attached to a car on a freeway. Like he's skiing behind it. Okay. But he's on the freeway, and so he's just like his boots are on the floor, and sure. he's like ramming off walls on cars. And I'm like, this looks awesome. This is just like on your reels? It was just like on the reels. It's just like okay. a little one-minute scene. I'm like, this looks really cool. And then I go in comments. And someone says, what movie is this from? And someone says, The Batman. And so I'm like, all right, I am going to watch it. Like someone told me The Batman. Now I saw this cool scene I want to see. I'm going to watch it. So I start watching The Batman the other day. It's three hours long. <laughs> You're waiting for the scene. Three hours long. I watched the whole movie expecting to see the scene. I had finished it about 2.30 in the morning. The scene never comes on. <laughs> and I'm like, did I miss it? Like, So I even kind of rewind it. I'm like, because sometimes I'll fall asleep sure. at nighttime. And I'm like, it wasn't in this movie. So then I go back on like TikTok and I try to find it and I find it and it's not the Batman. It's from The Flash, which I have already seen. <laughs> and I had already seen that scene. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh yeah, this is at the beginning of The Flash, which was a much better and fun movie than <laughs> The Batman. So that's my funny, um, stupid story. Well, that's why you should never believe the comments, Dave. Um, little, uh, little throwback because we talked about going to Anaheim last week. Let's get Jack a microphone for this. Thank you. So, so we went to Anaheim for the qualifier for club volleyball. Um, we did fun night Friday. Me and Jack were kind of in like guy heaven. So we had games Friday. We played three crappy teams. So it was fun because there's three easy victories. Jack didn't have to play that much. So then Friday night, the team wants to go to dinner after the <laughs> after the matches. I'm kind of antisocial. Do you guys do you Not guys know that of. about me? Do you get that? But I'm, I don't think I'm mean. I'm just okay with being honest. Just and I'm totally. I'll talk about that. I wouldn't even <laughs> say that's mean. I'm totally Just okay to with point. like being by myself. Like I don't mind at all sitting in a restaurant eating alone, watching a movie by myself. Like I'm fine with that. Right. And so everybody, no offense to anybody, cause, but everybody likes to be nice. And so all these people want to be friends all the time on these trips. And I'm like, we're not really friends. We don't have to be friends. <laughs> if anybody ever hears this, they're gonna think I'm more of a jerk. But I'm like, we're here because our kids are on the same team. After this season, we'll probably never talk again. So. Let's just pr not pretend. So everyone wants to go to dinner. So we end the game at like 5. They're like, we're all going to go back, take showers, and go to dinner at 6.30. I was like, no. They're like, what do you mean no? I'm like, if I go back to my hotel room, that's it. I'm, I'm not. So like, we could go to dinner right now, and we'll go. Or we can leave. And a couple other people were like, yeah, that's a good idea. Let's just go now. And the boys are like, well, we want to shower so we can hang out. And we're like. Some of them. Yeah. I did not want to do that at all. My son didn't want to do that. Go figure. And we're like, they can Go eat and then go shower and do whatever they want. That's fine. So we ended up going to eat right after, which was good. So then me and Jack are in our hotel room, and thanks to technology, on my laptop, I'm watching NFHS Network, and I'm watching Lincoln and the Northwest Boys beat Camp Verde. Yep, you got it. Beat Camp Verde in basketball. Same time, Jack's on his cell phone watching like the ESPN app, Suns game. So we're keeping play updates on play. Suns yep. Miami. And then on the TV, we got like Lakers Grizzly, and we just got you know, licorice everywhere. We're like, this is awesome. And it was a great night. So 3-0 and Friday, volleyball. And then the Suns beat the Heat. 
and then Northwest beats Camp Verde, and then the Lakers lose. So me and Jack were like, this is 7-0. And, and then since the Suns won, you could wear your Sun shirt to the tournament the yeah, next day. Yeah, that's oh, what yeah. I always do, too. When the Suns <laughs> win, I'll wear like a Sun shirt. When they lose, I don't wear it because then people are always annoying, and I don't want to deal exactly. with it. <laughs> especially in, ca- especially in California. And so and then Saturday, we went to this tournament, and I wasn't expecting to do great. Okay, Arizona teams never go to California and win. People in California part. grow up playing beach volleyball. We grew up playing Little League Baseball. And so there's always just a different level of competition. So we ended up playing harder teams Saturday, and we win all three games. And so now Sunday is single elimination tournament, and we play at 8 a.m., which I don't, whoever runs these tournaments are idiots. They're so dumb. That makes me so mad. They're so dumb. Either they never have played in one of these tournaments or they haven't had a kid in these tournaments for so long. So we're on the court till 10 o'clock at night Saturday because we're in the night pool. And on the flip side, we have to play Sunday morning at 8 a.m. So it's really stupid. And so what else makes me mad is we're at the Anaheim Convention Center. They have a 1,000 people in there at least. Oh, yeah. There's how many Easily. courts? 50 courts? Probably more. There's 50 courts. Each court has four teams. Each team has 12 to 15 players plus parents. So there's that many people there, right? So you would think the Anaheim Convention Center would just be open until the tournament's over, right? No. All the food closes like at 8 p.m which is dumb because we're playing and we can't eat. So they have one section of food trucks. So we go out there to the food trucks to see what they got. Guess, take a guess, Ella. Two, I, two slices of pizza. How much money? Um, $20. $21. I saw this for, on your Instagram. For two slices of pizza. And they're not like giant slices of pizza. No, and like, it's probably I, not even that good. I would need like six of them to be full. <laughs> <laughs> chicken fingers and crappy chicken fingers and fries was $20. So we're just like, we can't eat anything here Can't. it's just it's so stupid so we ended up going back to hotel eating so that we get up sunday and we're half thinking like it's single elimination if we lost at 8 a.m it's really that big of a deal because we have a six-hour drive ahead of us right yeah and so we ended up playing four matches sunday winning all four including the gold medal match so we went in went into california and beat all those teams yeah, Let's boy. Go. the arizona team went 10 and 0 and it was the highest division it was 18 ones 18 open open yep um, which is the highest division there. So basically for the weekend, Jack's club team was the best team in the entire gym. It was very cool. It was Great very, feeling. very cool. So then we didn't, so then <laughs> adding more to my antisocial. <laughs> <laughs> Just keeps going. Oh, gosh. It's right. For like, isn't it awkward with Dutch Brothers when they like force conversation? Yes. It's dumb. I always pretend I'm on the phone and I roll the window up. Like, or they should have a do not disturb option where it's like, I don't need to talk to you. Just tell me like, how much it is. I'll give just, you money. Yeah, and, and I'll it. roll the window up and when my drink's ready, I'm ready. Yep. And so we win the tournament. We're done at 5.30 at night. We still have a six-hour drive ahead of us. And then everybody's like, we want to go to dinner and celebrate. And I was like, mm. That's, uh. <laughs> I was like, I got to get up and work Monday. Jack has to get up and go to school so he can play his basketball game Monday. And so we made a deal. I was like, we'll go there. We'll order food to go so we can see everybody. And then we'll just leave. You guys can eat in the car. So we're standing inside in and out And this team mom. You guys have to say, Jack? No, after, after you say this, I'll, I'll say something else. So this team mom, she's there fighting everybody off, and she's got like three booths saved. And she sees me standing against the wall, and this is after I already ruined dinner. And then I think even Saturday night, they planned like an end-of-the-year party. And I was like, yeah, we can't go to that. And they're like, what? And I was like, we probably would go, but the boys happen to have a basketball game at Chino Valley. So I was like, we're not going to that. So I already told them no twice. And then she's like, here, I saved you this booth. I was like, no, we're not staying. And she's like, really? I was like, yeah, I got to work tomorrow. So <laughs> we just came to say hi and get food to go. And so uh, people, I'm kind of anti, getting a reputation as being antisocial, yeah. but I'm okay with it. Uh, side note from that story, we were uh, trying to get our food to go, but we were, I think we were number 98 at In-N-Out. You know, it goes one to 100, then it goes back to one. So we're 98. We get there. It's like 
90, all right, cool, we're getting there. 95, I'm like, perfect, we're almost there. Then I hear, like, 99, but you're like, oh, maybe that one was just ready first. And then I'm going to go back down to one. Then I'm like, I got to go to the bathroom, like, like, before we go on the road trip. When I get back, our food will definitely be here. I go, and I even poop, so it, like, takes extra long. (laughs) So I'm like, I get back, and I'm like, no, like, you guys didn't hear 98? And I looked at my dad. He's like, no. And I was like, hmm, maybe I should go ask. And then I went and asked, and she's like, 98? Do you have the receipt? And I was like, no. Because <laughs> you I guys, why? The, I threw the receipt away. Why'd we throw it away? Because I didn't think I would need it. Because you spilled your drink on it. <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is a running joke because no, Jack spills everything. I put it and it was fine and then I left it, but then the fizz like overflowed over the You lid, overfilled so your drink and tried to shove a lid on it and Coke was coming out all sides. Yeah, so then it's this whole thing. They get the manager and I tell them exactly what we ordered. It was just like six cheeseburgers. And I was like, I'm so sorry. Yeah. But like they forgot about it. They didn't just, just make our food. They yeah. just skipped us. They just didn't make and it. it never happens in and, and out. everyone was like oh so I we were there like 15. a half hour longer than we wanted to be yeah. all right sun's corner it's time to talk about our beloved oh, sons oh, for yes. a couple minutes this is uh sadie's favorite part of the entire podcast yeah. i know we're gonna ask her questions about the nba i'm just kidding um okay so sun's corner it was sad for a week right who'd we play before the heat because that it was clippers clippers yeah the clippers game was so, so lost by the like thing 30. about the clippers the clippers are good right now clippers are good they're very good they're not that good they're very good right now. They're the I, the whole thing is like you know they shot sixty two percent from three that game against us. Was it fifty two or sixty two? Whatever it was, it was sixty two. It was sixty two. Yeah. And I remember like if the Clippers could shoot sixty two percent from three, sure. they would. They can't. So it was kind of a weird game. And you're like maybe we'll play them again. Um, but also we're not going to be afraid of the Clippers because they're more likely to get hurt than even we are. And James Harden's a notorious playoff choker. Sure. So the Clippers aren't scaring anybody. So we lose the Clippers, we beat the Heat, and then we're playing the Grizzlies. And John Morant's think, not yeah. playing. I'm yeah. like, for sure we're going to win, right? Correct. Easy. We lose. It was terrible. Terrible effort. Terrible loss. Bad fourth quarter again. Jack had this stat up on Instagram when we're like plus, plus all kinds of crazy numbers all three quarters of the season against every team. The, but again, in the fourth quarter, we're like, like negative 150. Correct. We're mm-hmm. just getting crushed in the fourth. So we lose to the Clippers again. And then we have to play the Clippers, and we lose again. And it was a bad game, bad body language, bad performance, just stupid stuff. I remember at the end of the third quarter, Paul George is coming down. Durant just gets out of his way and reaches. And then Booker still reaches his arm out and fouls him at the end of the quarter. Correct. Gets to shoot free throws. So instead of being down eight, we're down 10. And we worked really hard just to get that because they were shooting 50% from three again. Um, so they're just being making dumb mistakes. Body language is bad. And then Durant like comes out, hits a three. We cut it to five, remember? And then they, then they get a turnover and they come down and Durant chases them and gets a block. But then the next two people down the court are Clippers players. So they get the put back. And it's just like, where's the effort? Like, why are these people the think that? They're just entitled to not like try hard. It goes back to remember when Booker yelled at Metu a couple weeks ago. He's like, "You're just gonna turn the ball over and not run back." Like, I don't understand these people just not caring. And so it was grim, but it, we had one bright side. We beat the Lakers. Oh, we dominated, which Lakers. is great. We crushed them. We crushed their spirits to live. LeBron's not even playing tonight because we beat him so bad. So he's embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> um, Beal's best game, eight threes, thirty-seven. With his best game, Correct. he had that awesome in-and-out dribble four times against Austin Reeves. Almost made him fall. Kogi had that sweet dunk. Kogi posterized Jackson Hayes, yeah. who's got to be Hayes. one of the stupidest people yeah. in the yeah. world. You, you can see there's, like, when you look at his face, you can see, like, it's glass. There's nothing behind his eyes. Well, he just, just loved how they went after Reeves the entire game. We picked game. on him. Just and and that uh, Christie guy. 
whoever was guarding them, they just kept picking on him. And they talked after the game, and Booker was like, Durant said, don't don't try to get me involved. I'll get myself involved. I want you to come up and be aggressive. And Booker was destroying in the first half, and then Beal started destroying, and that was always the plan because Beal is good. Beal's very good. He's only been playing seven, eight games, and he's been injury prone, but he is good. And people just kept saying, do you guys realize that Bradley Beal is about to be guarded by the other team's Third, third best, best defender, yep. which is crazy. Not even fair. Yeah. It's not fair. Like, Austin Reeves has no chance against Devin Booker or Bradley Beal. Correct. No chance. Neither does Doug Max Christie. His, what, what's his name? Max Christie. I just felt so bad for him just watching Booker torch him the whole game. His dad's name is Doug Christie. He got in a fight once, and he played for the Kings. And is his uncle Chris Christie out of New Jersey? It might be. <laughs> I doubt it. Different. He got in a fight in the locker room, and his wife, or in the hallway on the way back with somebody from the Lakers, and his wife came from the stands and started swinging her purse at no the guy way. he was fighting. That's fantastic. Um, so, sons, so here's my questions about Frank Vogel, though. So the other thing about the Lakers, too, sidebar, they they cheat, and everybody knows they cheat, and they had a game against the Raptors this week. Did you see this, Ethan? Of the LeBron the, foul. The free throws oh. in the fourth quarter. Did you see this? I didn't you had to have seen it, dude. So they played the Raptors. I wrote it down. Just in the fourth quarter, the Raptors had 20, or the Lakers had 20 free throws. The Raptors had two, and the Raptors lost by one. Just in the fourth quarter. NBA's rigged. It, it is. is. Rigged. And then people started to like try to justify it. I was like, some of those were intentional fouls. It's like, okay, even if eight of them were intentional fouls, you still had 12 that For were sure. unfair. And they showed this one at the end where like R.J. Barrett hit a three to tie it, but Anthony Davis took a dive, and they called a moving screen. But I, it was just like I flat see, out. Yeah, I saw that one. That was bad. It was so flat bad. out just egregious. But every, at least everybody was talking about it. Even like national people were all like, this is weird. Like This was a bad look. And that was the game before the Suns game. So we had hopes that it was going to be officiated fairly, and it was, and which it was. is why the Lakers had right. no chance. Yeah, no shot. If they're, exactly. They lead the league the last two years. This is LeBron effect in free throw differential. And you got guys like Austin Reeves last year when LeBron was hurt and the league needed them in the play-in. He was averaging like 15 free throws a game. And people thought he was better than he is, and he's like, that's why he's just mediocre now. He's not getting 15 free throws a game because they're trying to gift them into the playoffs. Correct. So that's the, so we have, So my vocal question. Because wow. I wanted him to be fired after our second loss to the Clippers. Sure. And I don't know if it's his fault, necessarily. Sometimes people don't listen. But uh, you could tell they're just not playing that hard for him. Right? Agreed. And yep. so, but the one thing I can't understand is, Bull Bull's good. I agree. Bull he looks Bull's good. He's playing dude. very well. His, okay. his shot is just clean. So my question about Vogel is, why did it take so long for Bull Bull to play? If he's good. I'm going to give Ethan know. credit on this. Ethan's been saying the entire season, to like, why him. are we not playing Bobo? Lincoln told me that, too. He's like, yeah. he's not bad. He can do stuff. He's yeah. so big. If you look at his numbers from last season, it was, like, the first time he had, like, a permanent role in rotation, and he played really well. He averaged, I don't know, it was something he had doubled. He averaged double-digit minutes per game, and he was, I don't know, probably, what, he probably had, like, 10 points and, like, six rebounds. He's just so big it's, and coordinated, yeah. so just being out there helps. But even his shot, like, his, his mid-range yeah, jumper is fantastic. Um, but, yeah, I'm not a big Vogel fan. Like So, so yeah, my question is, uh, we're not at practice, but Bull Bull's obviously good enough to play. Correct. So what took so long? Kata Bates Diop is, like, the worst player in the NBA. Awful, my, I can't stand him. And so, him and Eubanks. I just can't watch him. Eubanks, too. Okay, so there's yeah. another one. So what did it take so long to – not play Diop, Agreed. play Bobo over Diop. This new guy, Abuke, Chesabuke, whatever, he's better than Eubanks. Why did it take so long for him to play for over real. Eubanks? So some of these things I can't 
to defend Vogel for. Well, he's always got this, some, and again, this is just me being a jerk, but he's always got this stupid grin on his face. Like, we're doing bad, he calls a timeout, and he's got this dumb grin. Like, <laughs> I'm like, you know what? Like, you need to be more upset than this. Yeah. And, so. um, and I think I said it even last week, like, being at the game, you can tell when they come out of the timeouts, like, the, the players are talking to each other. kind of tuning them out, and almost. Like, yeah, like, like, Kevin Durant, on more than one occasion, would huddle the team together and, like, give them direction. It's like, you can tell that they don't have the respect for them. So... We just destroyed the Lakers, so he's both going to get more time. And to be fair, I'm not just going to be negative. It's only the Lakers game was only their seventh game together, so it takes time to gel. If we roll off eight out of ten, I'll be happy. If we go back down the dumps, it'll be bad, and we'll uh, fire Vogel together. Yeah, maybe if he actually shaves his head because it's, his hair is thinning so bad, he just needs to give up on it. I I'll do up. it with him if he does. I will shave my head too. Yeah, you gotta, I, I, yeah, he he needs he needs to give it up. The guy I used to work with used to say all the time. If the prince is bald, you're going to be bald. And because I think it was one of the princes, prince, not a Prince Harry, the other William. one, he's bald kind yeah. of, right? Oh, yeah. And he's like, if that guy can't do something to <laughs> grow his hair back, like Gosh. nobody can. You're done. So if the prince is bald, you're going to be bald. But I accepted it a long time ago. I've been shaving my head for 10 years. So I don't always see the top of my head, but when I do, I'm like, oof. Woof. I think it looks good, Dad. I think it looks good. <laughs> well, you don't see the top of my head that much either. But I am taller than you now. You are so. now. You're taller than me. You're not 6'2", like you want to be, but you're almost there. A roundup. I think that's all we got for today. Yeah. We're going to win lip sync tomorrow. Actually, I'm not going to win lip sync because I'm not allowed to, but we're going to entertain people with lip sync. We'll post it. We'll post your lip sync on the Instagram. Okay. I'd we'll, like you to record we'll it for use, me then. We'll use the Instas. The kids, are, the kids might win lip sync. They Hope look so. good. Yeah, I was watching them rehearse before we started the podcast. They're looking they're looking strong. And, uh, the boys might win basketball. We'll tell everybody if they do. Ethan, you're going to play spike ball? I'm playing spike ball with Glenn tomorrow, so it should be fun. Okay. Very cool. Yeah. All right. We have to go eat dinner. Yeah, we're going to be in a lot of trouble. All right, we love you guys. It's fine. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Cheeseburgers, church fans, random thoughts, two best friends. Every Monday, tune on in because Jeff and Dave, we've just began. Dishing stories, serving laughs. Don't panic. Now just relax. American cheese is where it's at. Oh, yeah, we've got your back. American Cheese Podcast.